Welcome back to the Emergency Power Podcast. You've made it through another week, so pull out Daddy's credit shit and peruse the finest layers in all of the vast. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Cybon Derson the 15th. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I love that as Lanty in this world are like posh British people. It's not even British. What the heck is that? Like... No, it's British. It's, it's British. Wannabe British wasps. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's British what it really wasps. is. Yeah. It's a very strange variant of the mid-Atlantic accent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it is. Tom Tom broke all on Zoloft or something. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that killed it. That wasn't that awkward at all. That was it. <laughs> That's funny now. Mm. I mm. haven't even gotten my share of the money yet. <laughs> no, you haven't. We are you clearly got, due. Like, a message that Pons is like <laughs> yeah. sitting on money now. I'm but. still back on the ship. I don't even realize anything's changed. I didn't know we were bankrolled. <laughs> I really can't wait for this information, darling. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. But I'm ready for it. Yeah, I mean, let's see. When was the last time you guys leveled up and like actually got stuff from it? Um, um, like I mean, level I think we haven't five. Up yet, so oh, I, I feel like I'm due for years now. Oh, okay. I think it's about time for another level up, Adam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that so interesting? Yeah. All right. So, what have you done recently that's uh, deserving of it? They made an incredible friend. I basically rebuilt the ship. I met a walrus with a clipboard. Doesn't that mean the incredible friend's presence is the reward for that? No. I can't argue with that logic, darling. Is, is, no. No. Like that. We have not yet established that we are in a friendship. <laughs> you must log more standard hours if we are to come to that conclusion. It's like NR5E yeah. needs to like third grade confirmation. Like, hey, do you want to be friends? And they're just like, yes, I want to be your, your friend. It's just a checkbox that comes yes, up yes, on his face. Yes, to be fair, you've not handed me the checkbox. Uh, yes or no yet. My childhood education subroutine is actively determining if that is appropriate yet. Wow. <laughs> we can certainly find something less appropriate if you'd like. Oh, <laughs> my. I do not believe my current programming module will support that, but I am flattered by your insinuation. That's quite a shame. We need to get this going so that can be canon interactions. Yeah. Yeah, who has a popsicle? We can make that canon right now. So we're going to have to be doing this witty repartee in between rounds of combat. I don't want to burn mine. So six we'll second see. chunks. We'll see. Really, again, depends what everyone decides to do. So why don't we go ahead and get this started? Yes! Yep. At Scar's End slowly spins, a station where you've made new friends, and uniformed men come from just around the bend. So let's tune in to find out which way this situation doth trend, and how it all will end in the Tomes of Emergency Power, Volume 3, Chapter 3. I don't like Huzzah. the part where you said it's going to end. <laughs> that part makes me nervous because I remember the message that I got last time. I don't so like I need that you to all. correct yeah. that. That's bad. Yeah, so we're just like right after that message hit you, 
and some people in blue uniforms had come into the airlock. They had also approached, I believe it was Para and Pawns and mm. Uzi, and 5e had run into one, no, 5e had gone back to the ship, that's right. <laughs> but before that, we're going to cut over Sol. Yes. Your contact, a tired looking man in a weathered coat, who is currently floating sideways in the tunnel, takes a drag from their cigarette and then just blows the smoke out. And without looking at you, he says, there's a decommed ship in one of the hangars. Been there for a few years. It's all but forgotten uh, bugs in the system, so it can't fly, but most of the parts work. I I know how to get in there if uh, you could scratch my back, if you know what I mean. I'm always happy to scratch things. What's, uh, what have you got in mind? Well, it's gotta be enough that if this somehow blows back on me, I can vanish. So I'm thinking 1,500 credits. I did pin in that, but uh, it's potential. It's not my credits to burn, so I'm going to have to chat with others, but you know I come through. But I'm not in jail, but that's a whole other conversation. That's been taken <laughs> care of. Yeah, don't we all. All right, well, just kind of leans back, and it just, like, makes him drift a little bit backwards. Well, um, you know where to find me. Thank you, darling. And make my way back towards the ship, feeling rather good about myself, ready to negotiate that down once I know how much they actually have to spend. So we didn't (laughs) have that conversation. Okay, so you head back towards the airlock, and... As you head in there, you can see down the tunnel, there's several people in blue outfits, and you absolutely recognize station security. All right. Um, I'm going to look around and see if there's anyone I know who might be able to give me a clue as to what's going on here, and I'm going to try and stay at least somewhat out of sight, because I don't need to be associated with this right now. Fair enough. (laughs) Oh, geez. Culture or history? Life science. Good at both of those. (laughs) That right there is a human. I recognize that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hold on. I'm trying to see what I'm best at. Life science is zero. Culture is one, I guess. I can do culture. (laughs) Give it a go. See what happens. Why not? Well, that's a five. Yeah, you're kind of approaching them from the back, so you don't really see their faces. You can't really recognize who's there. But there's at least five of them just kind of sitting in the entrance. Do I see any of, uh, oh, I've just lost the name. The Jets? I have <laughs> No, no, bad job. You see two gangs, like, snapping and singing and having, like, a knife fight where they're dancing back and forth. Station security are really slacking on these guys. <laughs> My contract yes. stipulates no West Side Story bits. <laughs> okay. Jet racks. I was close. Do I see any of the jet racks about? Anyone I could flag over? I know that... Uh, go ahead and give me a perception roll. Okay. That I can usually do. 19. Ooh, not bad. Okay. And they're, they're definitely at the ship, I assume. Like, blocking the way and... Yeah, they're, they're right up there. Hand. Are they going to shake me down? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, as you look around... You know the jet racks are just like basically a gang of kids that you've run into a few times, you know. Mm. And uh, so as you look around, 
Yeah, you see one kid leaning against the wall, just kind of smoking as well. He's like 15, maybe. And uh, yeah, you recognize Slick Milo. I'm going to slide up beside Slick Milo, take the cigarette out of his hand, take a puff myself and say, so <laughs> what's going on here, love? Hand it back. How move. Yeah, right? I uh, think that them uh, people from the ship are in trouble. Got all the fuzz on them. Yeah, obviously. How long have they been here? Uh, they just got here. Uh, Captain's here himself. Must be a big deal. That is a big deal. Seem exceptionally hostile or just the usual? Oh, you know, he's always got to stick up his ass, so... Brilliant. All right. And I'll, um, just sleight of hand him a couple credits. Thank you very much. Slides it back into his pocket. All right, so you said there's five outside the ship? Yeah. Yeah, including the captain. Um, like, are they... How tight a perimeter is it? Well, the way it's set up, it's essentially the airlock is a tunnel that goes to this main area, so they're just standing Mm -hmm. in the one entrance. And it's closed because it's an airlock, yeah? Nope, that one just kind of hangs open. Cool. I'm going to hop on the comms and just kind of put out a blast to the group, or I don't know if I got the group's number, if I only got Scripps' number, but put out a blast to say, um, God Company might want to be aware station security is onto you. And then I'm going to casually just kind of walk that way, and once I start getting in a range where it's going to look um, suspicious, I'm going to just find some junk to duck behind and spend a resolve point to turn invisible and see if I can't slip past the gods. (laughs) Hmm. I'll just casually turn invisible. It's okay. What? (laughs) It's a thing. Wow. Okay. It's what Uh... I do. With that message patched through, 5e will quickly record Isbin's vitals and then start heading toward the hatch, looking okay. for, for Scriff or anyone else who's still on board on the way. Yeah, 5e, you had just told Victor, like, oh, yeah, you should go out and look around, and then you're like, never mind, and just, like, get up and leave. <laughs> Belay that order. There might be trouble. Okay, so, yeah, all the people at the second hand right now, you get that message... Like, Scriff, that message pops up, like, just after the audio message you got finishes playing. Scriff okay. is having the best day. I'm going to walk back into my ship, and I'm going to go and just, you know, grab my power armor, just in case. <laughs> uh, when you go to okay. grab your power armor, you see that um, after getting that message, Brandon is hurry- hurriedly putting on his pants and his suit again as he had to take it all off when he was helping you do like the repairs so it wouldn't get dirty. So you can see him just kind of like fumbling with his belt, <laughs> yeah, that's trying to why. get it up, like jump, trying to fit it over his, his belly again and just get it. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. that's like adjacent to the airlock. So you just go over and just like putting on your corset right in front of these guys. <laughs> you don't want to get caught with your pants down in front of security. Yeah, let me, I can tighten that for you. Hold on. I'm gonna get up behind. There, get up behind uh, <laughs> Brandon and like cinch it nice and tight. Mm. Hide that dad bod. Mm. Body ain't what it used to be. <laughs> you look like a million credits. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> now, um, maybe we can. Uh, maybe maybe I can go ahead and, and try to talk us out of this situation. How do I look? He like, kind of fluffs up his collar and like puts his hat back on. Oh, uh, you. There's a there's a little hair right there that. No, actually, it's fine. It looks good. Makes you look <laughs> distinguished. Why do we not simply engage the authorities in an honest fashion? 
If they are legitimate, they will have warrants and identification. You clearly have not been at Scar's Inn for very long. <laughs> we just arrived on a ship that's 80 plus years out of society's no. They should not have cleared us for landing if they were not prepared to deal with that. So you guys are kind of congregated around in a group and they're just kind of looking at you and you hear from behind while you're whispering, <clears throat> I am Captain Williford, guard commander of At Scar's End. If you would all be so kind as to accompany me, station management has asked a meeting of you. Surely once that's done, you'll have time to deal with this ship and explore the many wonders of our station. And this guy, he's got like short blonde hair and he has this just terrible little mustache. He's kind of scrawny young guy. Right. Wait, so the station is called At Scar's End? Yes, of course it is. Mm. With the at, why is the, the at, why not just Scar's End or something? Because Scar's End is the thing outside the ship. We are at Scar's End. Oh, okay, I get it now. Your request is acknowledged, Captain. We will need time to secure our vessel before we accompany you. It seems rather secure. I'm looking at it right now, and our engineer, the space walrus gives a little wave, is here to keep it well in hand. This I is a request engineer. from station management. Five is going to approach the captain. Um, he only has his baton and his pulse caster, and he's made mm -hmm. sure that the pulse caster is turned to stun. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and in a very non-threatening fashion say, I understand that there is a sense of urgency to your request. Would you mind if I see your identification before we acquiesce? Of course. Pulls out badge, says at scars in, says his name, Henry Williford on it. Okay. Um, can I roll, would that be culture, just to make sure there's nothing hinky? Sure. Yeah, you could also do sense motive if you wanted that too. Yeah, can I, can I try to get in on that sense motive? Oh, yeah. Anyone who's there can do it. While he's doing that, was I able to slip past the guards? Do I need to do a um, Yeah, a go ahead and give me, give me a stealth check, and do I'll I... roll with you, some serious if you're in, If you are legit invisible, you get, like, a plus 30. Yeah, it's ridiculous, and, like, I don't think I could possibly beat it. That's I got a, a 19. Since 17 my... plus my actual invisibility. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like a so, 37, yeah, they're, I think. <laughs> they're clearly just focused on this group and you like can sneak in between their numbers just like zigzagging through them and they're just like, yeah, good job, Captain. Like, <laughs> nice. All right. All right my, my culture to check the ID was a 17. My sense motive against the Captain and his henchmen is a 29. Okay, 29, 19. Okay, uh, as far as you can tell, this person's on the level and those papers and, uh, sorry, and that badge actually does look pretty legit. All right, um, I hand the badge back to him and say, thank you for your cooperation. We can never be too careful. Have I encountered the captain before? Or is he You've seen him trotting more? around. He just kind of lords it when he can, but yeah, he doesn't really talk to people aside from yelling at his men to do something. Do I recognize any of the men he's with as being bribable or interesting in any way? 
bribable. I'm sure I've greased yeah. a few palms on this station. <laughs> I'm sure you have too. Uh, yeah, let's see here. Why don't you go ahead and give me heads or tails? Uh, let's go heads. Yeah, one of them you see in the local bar like all the time, even on shift, because honestly, this place doesn't really have that much going on. So what's what's the best bar in town? Ah, there uh, isn't a moment. good one. What, okay, what's the bar that they attend? The not good, best. <laughs> the not good is that the name of the bar? No, the it's called the Wheelhouse. Okay. All right. So what I would like to do is um, just slip around because my invisibility only lasts a minute, so I don't have terribly long. I'm going to slip in sure. and go just around the corner. So I'm in the ship and wait until it looks like um, they're going to start escorting people away, and then I'm going to make a grand entrance just so you have a heads up. <laughs> Fair enough. So if you would be so kind as to follow me, and he gestures towards the airlock and the guards kind of move out of the way, encircling a little bit, but not like super threateningly. Okay. Um, I look back to the ship, um, and actually I'll, I'll just do this open air over the, the comm link because I don't care if the guy hears it. Scriff, ensure that the ship is secured and locked. Ten full. Go away to the ship, lock it. And I'll shoot a meaningful look at that walrus with an intimidate. <laughs> okay, yeah, give me an intimidate. I like it. 25. Yeah, he's just looking over this paper, like flipping through the pages with his little flipper, and then looks down at you and just like does a double take as you just mean mug him <laughs> and just like yeah, looks back down at the clipboard. The quickest <laughs> flash of red across the blue LED display. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Para and Pawns, you guys get this message on your comm link as a couple of these soldiers or guards, whatever they are, approach you in front of the shop. You've been requested for a meeting with the director of the station. If you two would please follow us. Apologies, but we have other business to attend to. There will be time for that later. This is from the top. You are on our station. Please come with us. Uh, what? What was the name? What, what, what was your com sar commander, sergeant, what'd you call him? What was his name? I don't believe I said any of those things, but <laughs> <laughs> the station director herself has asked that everyone aboard your crew come to the, have a meeting. Oh, well, do we have a big enough room for that? There's a lot of people in there. <laughs> How many would you say are on there exactly? Well, they're just really big. That's That's more the problem. I see. I'm sure we can find accommodations. Please come with us. Um, can they, okay. do they have like their like you know like their badges visible and everything or? They just, yeah, like, they they got them just above the chest. And I think yeah. I think I'm gonna ask Gludge to guard the ship. Hmm, okay. Yeah, you shoot Gludge a message, and you get a response that has definitely been auto-corrected like 14 times as he tries to do one word, which is okay. Well, I mean, he's got really big <laughs> fingers. We're gonna, yeah. uh, we're gonna teach, we're gonna teach Gludge to uh, like do speech to text yeah. so that uh, <laughs> when he's when he's on the ship, he can just use the onboard computer to send messages. Okay, that or get him enough. a comlink this size for a large creature. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so Gludge uh, yells at Slog and Trollish, and Slog yells back, and they just kind of sit down near the ship and just look over at the space walrus again, and he's just like, oh, no, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll calm Link as well on this side, just letting them know that, uh, yeah, uh, there's some men in blue clothing by us as well. They seem to want us to see their superior. Are we, we all headed in- that way? Yes, we've been informed of their request. We're with their captain now. Okay, well, I'll just go ahead and follow them then. Uh, I'll show you what we bought later. I'm confident we will meet shortly. Uzi can't wait to show off. <laughs> Keep your guard up around the station director. She's an interesting one. What can you tell me about her? It's hard to say. Uh, many rumors about her, some good, some bad, but from experience, never believe the good rumors about someone unless they're about me. I don't think that's wise, but okay. That seems tautological. Power clocking the badges uh, remembers what he was told. He says, I believe we should go with them. It is important to obey the badge. However, and he turns directly to them, I do not trust the badge. <laughs> I, have been, I have been warned. Oh, no. <laughs> this is going so great. Beautiful. Proud of us. Well they said. They just cock their head at you and they're like, don't really understand what you're talking about. Well said. <laughs> uh, well, then, re- respect the authority of the station. How about that? This was not given to me as a codex. <laughs> then, then you can make a new one, right? No, not for you. <laughs> I simply do not trust you, I'm afraid. Burn! It's the badge. It's the badge. <laughs> Note to self, never acquire my own badge. <laughs> uh, he looks over at Pons, who seems to be, like, acquiescing a little bit. Would you please like kind of gestures at Para, like help bring them along. This doesn't need to be a thing. Yeah, uh, guys, I believe the rest of the crew in our 5e and uh, yeah, Scriff are both going to be following these guys. So probably best to head in the same direction. And I'll just kind of like take the psychokinetic hand and give Uzi a little push forwards. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Yes, of, of course. Uh, chief of station want to see Mega Chief, of course. You make an excellent point, Pons. Well, I am sorry. Of course they are here to see Uzi. <laughs> yes, yes. He's just he's beaming from ear to ear with this suit on, like he is so giddy. <laughs> Perfect. Escort Uzi to wherever Chief of Station is. Do you want to ride on my head again? <laughs> Yes. And I can taxi him around. <laughs> this is a suit on top of a suit. This is the a best thing ever. Oh, it's fantastic. Okay, right. so yeah, Uzi climbs on top of Pons and rides him like a chariot. <laughs> fantastic. I'll kind of tuck my legs in so I look smaller. I just fly <laughs> forward. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, God, power just power follows. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> Okay, so both groups follow, correct? Yeah. Mm. Okay. I will, I will step out as they're about to take the others away. Say, excuse me, 
these good people are getting me off of this place and out of your hair, are you sure you want to delay them further? The captain looks over at you, recognizes you, gives you a little squint. (laughs) Of course you recognize me, darling. Station management has decided this, not me. So, if you wish to come with them to make sure that everything is on the up and up, you're more than welcome to join us. (sighs) If you will insist on wasting my time, and I will make sure I walk close to the guard that I know to be amenable. Okay. Uh, go ahead, roll perception, you in particular. Ooh, that is not good. That is a crit fail with an eight total. Oof. Okay, yeah, so you think you see the captain mumble something under his breath, but you miss it because you're a little too far away. And then he starts leading the group out as you fall into rank with everybody else. All right. All right. So, like, what, uh, we are, we're all we're all together at one big group at this point, right? Yeah, you guys are being brought together into a big huddle, and you're being escorted by a big group of station uh, security. I'm gonna um, approach uh, Pons and Uzi and be like, "I do, uh, well, I do declare. It looks like my contact was actually able to help you both out. Looking mighty dapper, the both of you." This best Uzi ever look ever. Maybe Uzi make this official mega chief wear. Must always have suit. Kind of arms wrapped around his waist as a seatbelt. Hey, look, we match. <laughs> as we're walking out, Brand's going to pull out his personal comm and like take a selfie with all of them. The Dapper Dans are, are, are all here. And then oh, just <laughs> take a selfie of all three of them in their suits. I do not understand. I have facsimile of greatest suit they have. Yeah, uh, Paris has like a melty version of their nicest suit. <laughs> uh, it, uh, it looks, it, it looks great. It looks great, honey. <laughs> I choose to believe you. <laughs> I have overridden my instinct to believe you. Paul quietly steps aside out of this out of selfie. <laughs> now you have to roll burn damage. <laughs> As they're making noise, I'm going to lean into my friend God and just say, how much trouble are they in anyway? Kind of looks over at you. Why don't you go ahead and give me a persuasion thing? Because like his boss is about five feet that way. So uh, that's diplomacy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of those. Twelve. Twelve. I am not rolling well tonight. RNG's Jesus does I not know. like me. Yeah, it just kind of gives you the cold shoulder. Just like, keep moving. <sighs> oh, damn. All. Yeah. all right. So, let's see. Um, oh, there it was. I was in the wrong spot. So you're all brought to this. Like, you're all brought through the cluster of tents to one of the twin rings of the station. And Williford comes to a stop in front of something akin to an airlock. And as you guys approach it, you notice a overgrown vest with also like six guards around him. And he just stands there, looks over, gives a little wave as Swarkus Gore is also being escorted here. Oh, good. Who's bigger? <laughs> oh, no. Between you or him? Between the big, the overgrown vest and Swarkus. He is the, the same person. The vest is Swarkus Gore. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, I thought you said it. I thought you were saying he yeah. was like a bodyguard. No, nah, he's being oh, coy about it because they don't know who Swarkus Gore is, but we do. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, so he brings you up to the chamber and gestures everyone to get in. And it's a good size thing. It looks like it could move large amounts of cargo if need be. In case you have not been on one of these, this is an alignment chamber. We'll all gather inside the room and the room will begin to spin until it matches the rotational speed of the flora ring. Gravity will slowly engage during the process. Orient yourself as the arrows indicate so you do not land improperly. There's little arrows that point towards the floor. Thank you for the warning. Wh which direction is the floor? <laughs> you guys are currently like kind of floating in there. So the floors, oh. any real direction you could choose, but the arrows say it's right here. Okay. But uh, I mean, if you want, I guess you could lay down, but... Well, uh, I mean, because I can just mag boot <laughs> myself to any surface, but that's probably <laughs> bad, because if it's going to rotate, I'm, that might, might turn it into a blender. So I guess I'll do what the guy said to do. <laughs> Brandon chooses to lay down. <laughs> it just goes and lays down. Um, I, can, I can never get used to these things. And just, like, goes and, like, puts his arms behind his head. Whenever you're like ready. Like he's on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Where is my fainting couch? Then that's judgment of judgmental faces. <laughs> like, every one of these guards in particular, the captain with the horrible mustache just looks down at you and just shakes his head <laughs> as this thing starts spinning up. So, as promised, this thing does slowly spin up, and kind of like if you've ever been on one of those rides at the fair that spins a bunch, it's kind of like that. Eventually, it gets gravity onto one side, and it becomes very obvious which is the down section. And then eventually, it lines up with another airlock and links into place with this big thud. As the doors open, you're led out, and you are treated to one of the most beautiful sights you have ever beheld aboard a star station. An open-air forest, bursting with the most stunning colors, stretching from left to right all the way around the inner ring till it meets again miles above. Perfectly shaped flowers and bushes and trees of limitless varieties vie for your attention. My word. Where were they hiding this gem this whole time? Exactly. We were stuck in that and this was here? How did I not find the right person to seduce to get this? Shot is light years away from where we were. My ocular sensors have not been able to devour such input in quite some time. This oh, is a pleasant variation. I'm going to take this a sniff of one of the flowers. Looks almost half as good as you, Mr. Uzi. <laughs> um, um, roll um, diplomacy for <laughs> to see how good that lands. Uh, it's a tw uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Filthy okay. <laughs> Filthiest 20. Yeah, his eyes are already glowing a little red, but then you see his cheeks get it a little bit too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you made the goblin blush. <laughs> Speaking of ocular senses, do keep an eye out. I'm looking for a purple flower. Just throwing that out there. Any purple flower or a specific one? As far as I know, any purple flower. I look for a purple flower. Okay, give me a perception roll. I'll join in that as well. Can, can I can I hop in on this? There's some lavender yeah. right there. Twenty-four. Like it would to... be disrespectful yeah, to keep the director waiting, <laughs> as you guys are just like looking at flowers. Hold on, I want to do the side quest first before I do the main quest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, darling, you've met me. I'm very disrespectful to your type. Narrows his eyes. Okay, so what were those rolls? Twenty-four. Twenty. 
Yeah, amongst the many different varieties, there's sections of different colors, there's sections that are in intermingling, and there's absolutely purple flowers. Maybe not directly on the literal primrose path that you guys are being walked down, but nearby. I will pluck one and okay. show it to Sol. Is uh, this what you're looking for? <laughs> are you trying to do that in any sort of stealthy capacity or are you just grabbing one? No. <laughs> By the way, are you in your power armor? Are you like tromping through the garden? <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's a like a research vessel power armor. So like a sci it's the armor is specifically called the size shield unit. So it's like for scientific research. So I think it has like pretty uh, fine manipulation. Fair enough. What about, That's a what about walking through nice flower patches? Yeah, walk, walking is probably another story. But I can <laughs> I can manipulate things with Don't step fine on the control. Grass. <laughs> okay, so you just reach out with one of your big robot hands and just pick one of these flowers and then bring it back. What about this one? It's purple. What, what do you stop uh, touching the I flowers, actually, please? We're not speaking to you. Hold on a moment. It's very rude. Yes, I think that will do. Thank you so very much. <laughs> Take it, tuck it away. All right. He just now holds you his forehead. <laughs> he looks over at you. So why is it there's trouble every time you're around? Hi, you've met me. You're the one that invited us here. Can't you behave for like five minutes? I've had so many reports on you. Darling, why would I behave for even five minutes? Life is so bloody short. You should try living I can some. feel mine getting shorter right now. Stop and smell the flowers. Yeah, see? See? He just turns around and gestures yeah. for everyone to keep moving. I pluck another one. Smell this one. It smells great. <laughs> Stop <laughs> doing that. What good is a flower if it's not to be enjoyed? I quite like this one. This is one of the primary... Exports from the station, please stop taking them. Huh. Well, it's oh. very rude of you to parade us through it and not let us enjoy it. I'm taking you to the captain's office if you please just let me do my job. So, right. does she live on a farm or in the trees? <laughs> I believe these plants are to be appreciated from afar, not to be interacted with. A preservation in measure. Pond kind of floats yeah, up see, slightly the higher. The gets it. He understands. Can we? I have this? taken many children to museums in the past. They provide oxygen for the ship, maybe for the station. This is the other reason they are here. You are correct. That's pretty cool. I get. I never admire things from afar, darling. All right, lead the way. <laughs> had to get in the last word before. Like, okay, of course. you can. You can go yes. now. Go. I've given you permission. <laughs> Five E is running some computations in his internal circuits and has a sneaking suspicion that the longer we stay around Saul, the higher percentage chance there is of us being apprehended or otherwise delayed. <laughs> I, uh, you ever you are doing the idea. robot a concern. Can I roll a quick sleight of hand to try and grab one on the sly? <laughs> yeah, Just real ahead. quick. Uh, it's a 16. 16. Okay, let me roll something real quick. Does he get advantage because I'm being such a prat? <laughs> oh, there isn't really um, advantage in this, though, is there? Uh, you can roll to assist. <laughs> uh, bluff, I assume? Sure. That's a 22. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, go ahead and add plus two to your roll there, Mark. What's That's the total? 18. 18? Yeah. Okay. As you're walking, you kind of slip your hand over and go to grab one, and then one of the other guards in line smacks your hand. That's enough. <laughs> the captain has said not to touch the flowers. Hmm. No word. So forceful. I, uh, the things I could, the things I could show you if we had a little bit of time together. <laughs> you see his eyes open a little bit as he kind of stares forward. Keep, keep moving, <laughs> keep moving. Uh, as we, I'll, I'll continue moving. But as we're, uh, we're, we're getting, as we're moving along, I want to kind of uh, get close to this one, and just say, "Come on now, be, be, a, uh, be a deer, and just tell me what, what is this all about? Surely you can give us a little bit of info." Is this guy, is this poor guy Soul's buddy who's just getting it from both ends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you that guys are just plan. on either side of the same person. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We're going to give these guys so much gray hair. <laughs> yeah, the captain's blonde hair is about to turn white. Uh, I guess go ahead and give me a diplomacy. <laughs> All right. Seduction? All right, we Where, seduction? <laughs> yes. Seduction. Roll for seduction. Uh, ooh, that's a 31. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, what, what, what was it you asked? I just said, surely you can uh, let us in on, on what's going on and why the, why the director would even want to speak to us. It seems, it's not like, it's not like uh, everyone gets an, a private audience the director here on the station. Tell us what's going on here. What's really going on here, honey? He, he kind of <laughs> side eyes you and you can see him trying so hard not to turn red at what's going on. Like, no, not most people don't get an audience with the director. She, the weird stuff has been happening here and you're the first ship in a while. So I'm sure she just wants to talk to you about it. Just, I don't know. They don't, don't tell me. Please, please, please leave me alone. No, no, so, no, no, no I, I, I don't want to do anything that would make you uncomfortable, but uh, these are new friends of mine, and I just don't want them running into any anything bad or any kind of tussles, especially not uh, as, especially not as before we had a chance to, to share a drink together or something. <laughs> Who is this director anyway? This poor guy. <laughs> The direct, the esteemed director around these parts is Dr. Katomo. We don't really see her much around the station, but she some. But as you can see, the decrepit state of this place. He kind of uh, like shoots a dirty look to like the, the guards uh, when he says that. Um, she somehow is able to keep it running. But I have to admit, even I was surprised to see that this place was, this beautiful garden was located in such a dump. I looked the director up on IMDb. Have they done anything that I've uh, heard of? <laughs> <laughs> its only credit is director. <laughs> so, wow. You, I would uh, slide it's up. about this. Okay, I'll let you do one more thing, and then you guys no. are going to arrive. <laughs> My just, goodness. Just going to slide up to Para and say, I overheard your talk earlier. Very good. You did well. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment. Which part? <clears throat> oh. And I lean in and say it rather quietly so my friend doesn't, you know, you really can't trust these types, just so you know. Ah, I would have marked it to the secondary part of my codex. I definitely will never trust the badge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the worst influence. I don't know. I think it was sound advice. 
<laughs> okay, so eventually, after all of this shenanigan, you're led to a two-story tall greenhouse. And the doors slide silently open as the captain approaches it. And he gestures for all of you to go inside, and some of the guards kind of move in and take a position inside. Brandon will wink at that one guard and be like, catch me later. <laughs> he just kind of looks down at the ground, and you see him, like, fiddle with his, like, the uh, holster of his gun, just, like, clipping and unclipping it. So looks at him as if he's they've just lost a great deal of respect for him. <laughs> 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 so, do you guys move inside? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna okay. fly right inside. Yeah, as long as I was there. Uzi's still riding on top of Paul. Mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> it's like a little throne. How's what's the lighting situation? It's a greenhouse, so is it rather bright oh, in here? It's rather bright. Yeah, there's an amazing ambient light all over this area. Artificial sunlight. Yeah. So inside this room is a lone desk with a one-way holographic hovering display. And sitting at it is an older human woman in a professional dress that shimmers purple and green, depending on the light, with this gunmetal gray hair pulled back into a severe bun with like perfect makeup that cannot hide the amount of like stress lines and age nor like the hard set eyes and like the intelligence therein. So as you guys move into this room, sections of the floor start to rise up and turn into benches so that you guys have somewhere to sit. If you would sit down, please. Pons will go ahead and sit. Is Are there any animals like in this garden or is it all any like- song? Yeah, are there any birds that fly around here? Um, no, you didn't see any, like, fauna in here. Okay. Artificial pollinators, then. Yeah, like, either artificial pollinators or they have um, robot bees doing that work. Who knows? Cool. Soul more artfully arranges themselves than sits. And, like, because it's bright in here, like, the they have, like, it almost looks like they're encased in ice where their skin is, and it's just glittery and crystally. Whoa. So she touches a contact on her desk and says, Welcome to At Scar's End. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. My name is Dr. Isika Kamato. I thank you for your acquiescence in joining me here. I'll not waste all of our precious time, and I will be quite direct. I ask that you show the same respect. Acknowledged. Your ship, and as she starts talking, people like come in with little things of tea and start trying to serve it to different people. <laughs> the second hand, as I hear it's called, is not registered in any database that the infosphere is connected to. I imagine that the registry you sent would pass in a fair many stations, but I keep my eyes out, out here in the vast. My mechanics have also informed me that your ship requires replacement parts. It would not be inexpensive to find these parts, and the bureaucracy of registering an unknown ship can be extensive. 
She crosses her hands on top of the desk and looks around the group. I would like to understand the situation with which you find yourself. Our little station is scarcely a tourist destination, and provided you are forthcoming, we might well find a way to help each other's causes. She sits back a little bit after asking if you would be willing to explain your situation. Do, do, no. do you guys want me to? No? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't exactly trust it. Can I sense motive and just see? Yeah, sure. I too would like to sense I, motive. I don't exactly <laughs> yeah. trust these people. Um, all right, 19. so that is a 25. I would also, just because I am rather untrusting, would like to do a uh, life science which my DC is reduced by five. So just make sure the tea isn't drugged or poisoned or anything, and that's a 12. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Don't trust these people. Also a great start. Yeah, that's, that's very fair. That's very fair. Power order five. <laughs> so whilst they don't trust the people, the food seems fine. <laughs> you just take the whole cup, absorb it, and then bring it back out. Yeah. <laughs> the cup is spotless. The tea, not the same color. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, with that, like as far as you can tell, it doesn't seem poisonous. There's no telltale signs of it. And what were the sense motive rolls again? 19. 25. Five. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm getting him. new data. Car is definitely first day in the world. Yeah. I love it. Great. Okay, so you other two, you can tell that how she's talking, it definitely seems like she wants something. And like... Maybe she's not willing to trust you with what that is before she knows what you guys are all about. So I think she's trying to suss you out the same way you're trying to suss her out would be the best explanation for what you're getting. Okay. We're, we're freelancers here to do some repairs and refitting before we head out back into space. Seems like you have a job for us, though. One of her perfectly plucked eyebrows goes up a little bit. And what makes you say that? Well, you wouldn't just call any ship into here unless you had a job for them. A, 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 a ship that was not matching any known registrations is a matter for the walrus with the clipboard. <laughs> it has to come through me, ultimately. But, as I'm sure you know, just being freelancers out there, there's pirates who tend not to register their ships. I would like to have reassurance that pirates have not docked on this station. For the most part, I believe you could classify the inhabitants of our vessel as refugees. Ah. That tracks. And where are you coming from, then? The answer to that question is more complicated than I am confident in imparting. And is there a reason you don't wish to share that? I do not think that you would believe us tilts her head. I'm willing to listen. I'd, I'd love to explain the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> Is it time for a pawns pondering? Yes! Is yeah. it time for a pawns pondering? pawns pondering? Out loud? Carry the shit, pawns. You got it. We believe in you. Let's go! Hold on. I'm, I'm gonna... 
I'm gonna I'm gonna invoke a pawn's pondering right now. Watch this. It's time for pawns ponderings, pawns ponderings. What did he learn today? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you did it. <laughs> Audio record for that. That's so so late. <laughs> Officially the best timeline. So wow. as Pond goes to explain this, that jingle just comes out of nowhere, and the director just like looks around, like what's happening? It just comes out of his boombox. Uh, <laughs> uh, click. Hi, uh, Uzi. Stop playing with my yeah. Um, oh, don't sorry. hit that button. Accidentally kicked it. So uh, I, we we were in like this huge spaceship uh, cargo, I think to an asteroid, maybe a moon, but. It got shot and then crash landed just somewhere. I, I don't I don't really know where, but uh, goblins, a bunch of little green boogers came. They tried to swarm us. It was crazy. We took out, I think. Oh, Scriff was on drugs the whole time. Um, oh, so he was very time. helpful. <laughs> just our first part. Yeah. She's just steepling yeah. her fingers while you're talking. <laughs> yeah, we met like a monk in some church building. Uh, he was part of a, a Trinity church, something like that. And the, all these vines wanted to eat us. So we went underground to hide from the vines and popped up uh, in like this city and everything was all crooked and sideways. And we, we hang glided with our goblin friend into a city uh, after yeah, in our 5e, drove this truck away. Uh, it went also. So anyway, giant Vesk out there. Yeah, met him along the way. He tried to kill us. Pun punched this guy right in the face. That was that was a bad day. <laughs> Swarkus looks away from everyone and smiles just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we met a goblin clan. Uh, claimed leadership over it. That's Uzi's job now. Oh, uh, yes. Uzi Mega Chief of always this Goblin Clan. <laughs> Wait, Uzi, you told me that you single-handedly rifted control. <laughs> <laughs> of course, used own hands to do it, but was yeah. lifted up by a second-hand crew. I, I think Uzi meant that Uzi used only one of his hands. That's right. Yeah. Uzi only one-handed that day. And anyway, we legs. <laughs> I choose to believe you. <laughs> that qualifies. That is the most is, passive aggressive. Seriously, way. yeah. Is that burn damage for Uzi now? <laughs> I choose to leave you. We all uh, lived in a yellow submarine. We uh, ring warped like Sonic through a uh, yeah to a different planet. We appeared up in a different in like a giant wizard with some stone monsters. Uh, grabbed the arm and attached it to a robot. And now we're here. First we attach it to a Sheeran, and then we attach it to a robot. I think at this point, Brandon's gonna take off his hat, he's gonna start fanning himself, himself with it. <laughs> like, my word, y'all are bona fide adventurers. Soul has one eyebrow that just keeps rising higher and higher <laughs> yeah, and higher. Right. You I look over, the, the director part. has the same eyebrow oh. going up, you like, catch eyes it's all true. Tell them about the giant chicken. A giant chicken? Oh yeah. What? Yeah. The we, giant uh, holographic chicken. We fought a giant chicken. Uh, Scriff programmed it. 
<laughs> this is so much better than my recap. <laughs> we, should, we should let Cooper do this all the time. I'm so happy right this is now. This amazing. If it means more instances of that jingle, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I think the planet was called, was it called Io? I think the planet was called Io. Inaode. I don't know what he said. Bless you. <laughs> I... Not sure I entirely understand, but it does seem that you've been through quite a lot. Hmm. Yes, Doctor, but and Soul's gonna kinda sweep to their feet and be like, number one, the makeup. Amazing. Just let me say. Very impressive, <laughs> impeccable. But none Just of that. Just the tiniest nod. <laughs> none of that actually explains any of the odd occurrences here on the station, and I have a feeling, called intuition, that's more about why we're here. Perhaps we want to cut to the chase, love. I can appreciate your directness. Thank you. Settles back down. I was surprised to see your ship arrive because, well, let's say I have been waiting for a cargo ship that has been exceedingly late. I know. I'm sure you've read the news. Waits to see if any of you read the news. Have I read the news? Are you uh, someone who would read the news? <laughs> no, but I talk to people who Paul read the news. Paul looks very blank. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll a bluff on that and be like, Ah, yes, the news. Oh, fascinating. <laughs> okay, yeah. Fascinating occurrences going on in this sector. It's a 33 Can for I... bluff. <laughs> you definitely have the appearance of knowing what's going on right now. <laughs> have I talked to anyone who read the news? Yeah, that would also probably be within a culture role. You would have, like, heard the culture around, you know. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, you're, you're probably not talking to the type of people who would necessarily talk about this. We're certainly not talking about the news. Yeah, you, you talk mostly to the people who are in the bar, which there are many. But, yeah, so she can tell that some people know what's going on and clearly others don't. And... She kind of looks down at her perfectly immaculate, inch-long fingernails for a second. Hmm, it's... Something has changed recently. It's taking ships near twice as long to get anywhere where they're traveling through the drift. It's grinding trade to a halt. People are stuck in transit far longer than expected, and outposts are having to ration supplies. Several ships have simply vanished, and I unfortunately suspect the one I am waiting for may have met such a fate. So, How long ago did this happen? Did this start? This was about two weeks ago. So she goes to put a curled finger up against her chin, and as, she, as it reaches the destination, everything slows to a crawl. What? And then freezes. What? Para. What? As Director Kamato speaks of these strange happenings in the drift, you are hit with a violent sense memory. The synapses in your mind begin what? connecting or perhaps regrowing. You know without question that she, what she's talking about has something to do with you you and the rest of you. 
you see a sudden flash in your mind of a blackened matter mass drifting through the empty void for eons. A flash of worlds the size of galaxies colliding and shattering. A flash of countless insectoids devouring their way across space. And finally, the drift as if taken in all at once. And as you return to what some might call here and what could be called now, time still waits. You feel your body change and readjust as this fragment of knowledge, this glimpse of time and space settles within you and you have been physically affected by it. You feel a new yet familiar power begin to surge inside you. <gasps> and if you would be so kind, I would like you to roll some paradox dice for me. Okay. Oh. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> is is our good friend Para a fucking precog? Yes. So it might seem. What? <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know what that is. Time shenanigans! <laughs> Time uh, shenanigans? Yeah. Pre Precog I'm, is the I'm class gonna... that most, well, as of this recording, is the class that most recently came out uh, in the Galactic Magic book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. And I, I roll three of those, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, you can get three. Time and gravity are very connected. I knew I liked them. <laughs> that was encouraging. Hey, sound good. Even if the rolls are bad, well, like you can, you, I think you can use them on enemies too, right? I was trying. Like, I was trying to be as flat as I could. So maybe she's going. Ha! Huh, well, is that better than what you guys? <laughs> Just I, dub it in there. I think to use them on enemies might be a higher level thing. Oh. Okay. Yeah, level five is, is is mostly on myself and the things around me. Fair enough. You can use these on yourself, but you get the feeling that you're a little different. You can actually use those on allied creatures as well. Ooh, Ooh shiny. Nice. So you feel this change set in as everything begins to slide back to this normal pace, if you can call it, where time moves forward. And she's like, and just like tries to continue her sentence. There's a, a brief moment where Paris' whole body flares up in all the all the the, the liquid that is over there, the SRO skeleton, just like flares up in spikes for a moment, like getting a cold shudder up your body. You look like that ferro fluid stuff that when you put yeah. a magnet yeah. there, it spikes out every direction. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like and then just looks over at you um are you quite alright I am better I oh I apologize and he concentrates to get it back down it's not as fluid and easy as usual but it's shrinking down you look like a cat that poofed up and yeah. then you're just trying to <laughs> put the hair back down like trying to like uh... I'm just envisioning a robot tiggy <laughs> it's like if you put it too close to one of those um, electric ball things, and the first stuff <laughs> like stand up on it. So, Adam, how long has it been since we 
uh, entered the codes to escape that planet. Um, according to the jumps you did and the time that was going on through there, it was, I see, like about 11, 12 days. So about two weeks. Yeah. Totally not our fault that the drift is screwed up now at all. Not at all. It's a coincidence. That, that's two weeks. Cause and <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. We did spend a long time no, in there. It's the drift's fault. Yes. <laughs> No, it's the children who are. Yeah. Who are wrong. <laughs> it's the drift it's who's just wrong. just having a bad day. So she looks over, doesn't really have any choice but to believe that you're okay. The guards are kind of a little more on edge. You see a couple hands near blasters in case they need to deal yeah. with someone. It's exploding. okay. They do that all the time. <laughs> Bluff, please. Yeah, I think Brandon is also a little uneasy at this as well. Maybe not hand on a blaster, but definitely like eyeing Para, like keeping like a, as much concentration on Para as he can while trying to stay a part of this conversation. <laughs> Sol, on the other hand, will slide over and kind of just put a hand on Para's shoulder and just kind of give a look like, all right. Thank you. I sneezed. <laughs> you have the best recoveries. <laughs> so believable. So good. Earnest as fuck. Happens to the best of us, darling. Pat pats the shoulder, leaves the hand there, supportive. Like you put your hand, it sinks in a little bit. Then as you yeah. come back, it like sticks just for a second before going back. <laughs> and I, I actually start kind of hand up, hand up. This is. This is wonderful. Your nails are very clean now. Oh. Well, wait, did the gold lacquer come off my nails? Because if the gold lacquer came off my nails, I'm going to be very upset. Yeah, you put your fingers in there, and you mess with it a couple times, and then on the last time when you pull your hand back, you look down, and you see it's just your normal nails now. Uh, I was due to get them redone anyway. Apologies. I'm sure it's not your fault, darling. It's all right. Just take care of yourself, yes? This is not the place to lose oneself. You're I not sure, Soul, but you you <laughs> might catch the director giving like a little bit of a look of sympathy as all of your <laughs> nail falls disappeared. The doctor's has like the long nails, huh? Yeah, the gold is so difficult to get here. That's the problem. Wait, well, that was real gold on your fingers? No, darling. But it's 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 about the look. If you give me some <laughs> sure. time, I can perhaps replace it. Soul is if, going to, as nicely as and like politely as they can, look down at the suit, look back up, be like, I'm sure we'll figure something out. <laughs> so, what exactly do you want us to do with your missing ships? Well, I don't think you can do anything about the missing ships, but as you quite astutely pointed out I do in fact have something that I would like done and I think I can perhaps help you in some ways with your ship problem Well, in trade for that I look over at 5e kind of knowingly and say we don't exactly have a lot of time we do have somewhere that we need to be Yes, there are extremely pressing issues at hand. Hmm. Well, the thing I need done is 
a delivery of sorts. So if there is something that needs to be done well, on the way, that would be fine so long as the package is unaffected by it. What is the cargo and the destination? The cargo is nothing dangerous or untoward, I will simply say that. And the delivery is in the Viscarium. I see. Swarkus's eyebrows go up. Who has eyebrows? <laughs> He's got little like they're painted on. Yeah, they're little spikes that come out, and that's yeah. what goes up and down. Yeah. He did his eyebrows this morning. They look great. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, fantastic. Out of habit, Sol is going to make a hand signal to, to like have options, and then realize no one here is in the gang, and just kind of <laughs> their hair. Hmm. How big is this package? About, oh, I'd say three feet square. It's not excessively sized. I just want to make sure it's not like a body or something. No, as I said, it is not anything untoward. You'll forgive me if I don't trust you yet. We've had a long week. Who would be our contact in the Vescarium for this delivery? Well, provided that we come to an arrangement, I will... Send the coordinates and contact information to your onboard computer if you think that's a good idea. It um, seems to be a bit different. You should give it to me directly. Nods. Well, that is if you think that this would be something you can accomplish. As I said, some strange things have been happening in the drift, and by the sound of it, all of you can handle yourselves. Looks over at Brandon and Sol. I'm not sure why the two of you are here exactly, but... These two citizens wish to book passage off of this station with us. They've booked fare. Believe me, darling, if I could be anywhere but here, I would be. The chance to the, the chance to ride along with these fascinating creatures and fight holographic chickens. Uh, who could ever pass that up? I uh, oh, yes, all right. <laughs> Indeed. And we certainly could use the uh, resources to get the ship back up and running. So I looks I, a script looks around and starts to see if anyone has any dissenting opinion. I think we're all in agreement. We could take your package. If I could just ask, though, what is the reason you're being so secretive, darling? You don't have to tell me specifics, but come on, give us... Are we going to be hunted for this? Are we doing something you don't want your name linked to? What sort of risk are we exposing ourselves to with this? Oh, it is fully sanctioned by the Vescarium government, so you needn't expect fear of being arrested or anything of that nature. Would you like insurance on this package? <laughs> Indeed I would. And I, I, I it does occur to me... <laughs> what value would you yeah. like to place on yeah. this package for insurance? <laughs> it does occur to me that if I simply just helped you repair your ship, gave you an item, and then you just went off, I might never see any of you again. So, 
some sort of reassurance from you would indeed be nice. You would like us to offer you collateral in exchange for a job you want us to perform? Well, I think you can understand the position I'm coming from. This is something important I wish done. And as you are not registered anywhere and have no history of completed work or anything of that nature that I could find, yes. It also seems that you don't have many choices in the matter, so I would say your position is not as strong as you suggest. I would be quite curious to know what would satisfy your needs. Hmm. Well, are there any of you who would say stay behind to be retrieved at a later time? Okay, give him. What? <laughs> okay, give him his bin. Oh, Uzi thought you were going to say Uzi, and he was very concerned for a second, Squishy Pawns. Of course not, Uzi. You want a hostage in exchange for your delivery? They will be in no way a hostage. They'll be free on the station. You are never free on this station. Hmm. Well put. However, they would be as free as anyone here. Again, I simply don't wish to have this object I wish transported disappear. Will you give us time to consider your terms before we come to a full agreement? Oh, absolutely. I do not see that ship departing anytime soon, judging by the state of it. So, there's time. And just Kinda. one more question. Yes. If we say don't need your help in repairing the ship, what trouble are you going to give us departing? I do not know what you mean. I am quite <laughs> certain you do, dear. You are being impolitic. If you wish to book passage on this ship, you would do well to make less trouble with the local authorities. <laughs> I apologize for our soon-to-be passengers' insolence. She nods in like a thank you kind of way to 5e. Pond's kind of pointing around and does like a telepathic huddle type of gesture. <laughs> sure. All right. Group huddle, group huddle. <laughs> yeah, group telepathic huddle. Code of silence. Uh-huh. Wee, okay. <laughs> Voices in my mind. Okay, also, I don't know. Also, is this Vesk porn? Are we, tele are we transporting Vesk porn? We already did the Vesk porn. I, I yeah, know, I already I'm took just... care of that at the Goblin. Yeah. I feel like it's coming back. Okay, How dare can, you think I would reuse a storyline? Can it be opened and enjoyed <laughs> all the way? Or is it one of those? <laughs> it's going to get open. Stuff. It's like it's, this is old school stuff. Yeah. It's, <laughs> space. it's like a pinup you'd see painted on a uh, Starfighter oh, yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Look at those old horns. School. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think we should leave anyone on the station. Like, I don't trust anyone here. So uh, let me. Pre present company excluded. Let me throw out a couple of considerations. Um, one is that we have not yet ascertained how safe Uzi's people are, because we've got basically a, an entire clan of Probably refugees clan, yeah. on a massive ship that has not been taken care of. We could put, we could park that by the station. Do you really think that this station master is going to let us park a ship full of goblins? Mm, that's a good point. It's value. They want they want collateral. We are not going to leave. Uzi's not going to leave his goblin clan here. So that is incentive. Right. And also, they won't want to keep it any longer than they have to. All right. Yeah, I mean, 5e's only concern is that, like, we've still got a whole bunch of people that we've said we will help 
and they're not really helped because at minimum they need a safe place to put their ship and they need to be able to trade for things like food. Um, and that's that's my only concern, but I'm a, but hopefully Uzi can grease the palms. But I also don't want Uzi to think that we just go f the goblins, we're gonna take this job and Yeah, no, I I think that's perfect. Like I'm so Scriff is gonna say, Well what if we just leave them our other ship as collateral? Well, not our other ship, but the other ship. What if you guys left the goblins on the proviso that they're looked after and able and are allowed to trade and you know, sort of that way. So they're they're given some way to like, you know, basically set up to start off trade, get food, yada yada, and they're then just restock them. before like yeah. moving on again. I was thinking take over the station. Wow. Okay. But that works <laughs> too. <laughs> I think come that's back probably in. why they right. don't like space goblins very much. <laughs> if we came back and it was goblin controlled, it would be a win for us. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I think this is a good plan. Um the other thing is um Jeff, do you think that or well the the crew as a whole, like passengers not included, I would want everyone else's opinion, like should we attempt to leverage um, the station manager to get info on the tiefling that we're after? Because if she's got ends with law enforcement and he's a known criminal, we might be able to at least get a clue to his whereabouts. And, you know, maybe it's between here and the Vescarium. Maybe it's beyond it. Uh, you could, it w- uh, if you have a name, um, we don't. I might be able to help you out with that. You made a deal with the dude and you don't know his name? I don't know his real name. But you know an alias. An alias an a name, right? Yeah, he's got like have a name. An alias and a description? I he's, might be he's able to help. Pretty, yeah, he's pretty distinct. Like, okay. Yeah, you might want to... You guys could probably take some time and talk about that. Could I craft Could I craft a holographic image from my memory? Potentially. And give it to the authorities for, like, a facial match? Potentially so, yeah. You could just hook back up to the second hand. Yeah, and just F12 that shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cursing a lot this episode. You're going to have to beat me out a lot. <laughs> Sweating so hard. Uh, as long if we're going to be leaving all these goblins behind, p- please, please make sure that Uzi is 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 not amongst them. Uh, that's up to Uzi. Yeah, is Uzi included in this, or is he just yeah. sitting there with you guys, just kind of stare at each other? <laughs> yeah. no. I would assume Uzi is being included in the telepathic conversation. Yeah, if, if Paul's there, Uzi's definitely there. These are his people we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uzi, how do you feel about this? It would allow your people to uh, make some trade and maybe recuperate mm. they've never been in space for this long so it might be nice for them to get out a little bit Uzi rubs his little chin <clears throat> Uzi have conflict Uzi want to go and fight things and do big kills cause it's so much fun but Uzi also mega chief so he now need to take care of clan even if he Uzi concerned that all of you may die if Uzi not there. Damn you, Uzi. A very serious proposal. Hmm. It's a tough decision, but it. assuming that the director accepts the proposal, uh, you know, we would be back for you. I understand and appreciate your concern for our well-being. But for what it is worth, I believe you would be making the right choice to stay behind and see to your people's well-being. Uzi, they'll have me looking after them at this point. I'll, I'll try to, I'll do something to try to pick up the slack that, uh, that, that, that uh, 
this group will feel without, without your presence. I would ask that you not consider that variable. Was <laughs> <laughs> okay. now very concerned? Five B's back off of soul list. <laughs> <laughs> so Uzi thinks about it for a few seconds and says, uh, "You know, things you say sound much like things Uzi old man like to say." They all very smarty things, and it's hard to say no. So, if we can make sure goblins can come on station and goblins get food and things like that, then was it think it would be okay for him to stay this one time? And he like narrows his eyes and looks at everyone. <laughs> and I can certainly introduce you to the most fun people on this station. Okay, Uzi impressed them, and he, like, pulls on his suit lapel. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. Uh, I think we have an accord, then. So we've just been doing a telepathic huddle in the corner of this room. Oh, yeah. All the time, right? yeah. Just, like, staring yeah, at each other in silence. everyone hey. over the last several minutes has just been watching you guys in complete <laughs> silence staring there. There's definitely no psychic spies listening into everything we're thinking of each other. Of course not. Uh, Why would you assume that? Horrible. I'll probably get something to be able to block that eventually, which would be kind of awesome. Soul's that definitely pulled out a deck of cards and has been shuffling. <laughs> There's just the Ooh. sound of cards. What kind of shuffling? We, we all just start playing cards in the middle of the room. Don't say a word. This is our, <laughs> conver <laughs> That's our conversation. Just a minute, please. Okay, cards. <laughs> darling, they're tarot cards. You don't play with them. Oh, that's that's too bad. Uh, these group huddles always give me a little bit of anxiety. Uh, kind of back out of it. <laughs> Shall we address the director? I yes. So. We have a decision. Yes! Right. You can... Scarf <laughs> will turn around. You can take our other ship and the goblins and I as collateral. Again. <laughs> and I'll point to Uzi. Who could ever refuse? <laughs> I'm going to have Uzi roll diplomacy for how handsome he is. He's got a new suit. Yeah, they all look uh, just Uzi like got a him. Twenty-seven. That's nice. right. He did. Yes, Uzi! Yeah. Nice. Champion. Uzi fly. Yeah. Sick mega chief. Oh my moves. gosh. Mega the chief most handsome mega swagger. Goblin. You have another ship. Well, it's it's his ship. Yes. But yes. Goblins, space goblins, waste his clan have very own. What we call it now that it not generational ship, it have big guns and things on it. Warship! Their people were <laughs> stranded on a world that would eventually have killed them off. We helped them to escape. Their clan are refugees, as I stated previously. Yes, yes, that. Goblins not here to do any raiding parties or anything like that. We are very nice right now to people that help us, I guess. The catapults on top are just for fun. The trebuchets. It was, it was necessary Excellent. to provide them with defenses in order to escape their planet. As now ship is in space, could goblins be in trebuchet and be shot in space? Yes, absolutely. For fun? Yes, 100%. Probably um, very far. Um, <laughs> Might not ever stop. <laughs> so, what you're proposing is to bring a warship here? It's a ship of refugees that also needs repairs and will bring much commerce to your station. 
if you will provide us with some extra time before we depart, I believe that Mr. Dovetail and myself can ascertain that no weapons above class two will be active. Hmm. Bring the ship to the point where we can scan it to make sure there is no potential harm that we see. And if that is in fact the case, I believe that might be agreeable. And is that acceptable to you, Chieftain Bustwound? Mm. Uzi have nothing to hide. We're not here to do bad things. We are next saviors of galaxy. I believe it. You heard it from the chief himself. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, okay. I've been there. Okay, I look at it and I'm like, huh, okay. <laughs> Tell me that's not a face you can trust. Looks around at all of you. I believe that we can have an accord then. Please go ahead and inform this other ship to come towards the station and then go with the guidance of the air traffic controller. I don't know what they are in space. <laughs> space traffic controllers. The space traffic Duh. controllers. Just out there like in zero G with cones. <laughs> Oh man, that so would be stressful. the worst job. They just like put you in a suit, put a cable on you, and shoot you out yeah. there, and you just have the things in space. It's the actual like, use for lightsabers. There, chilling, yeah. and then all of a sudden, this giant portal from the drift opens up. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bitty fan on the side, so you can kind of drift yourself the direction yeah. you need to be. <laughs> Scooch out of the way. Great, but yeah. the, the mortality rate's really high. <laughs> no. They get good hazard pay, though. It's like, uh, it's like Wally just going. Pff. <laughs> well, once we have made sure that everything is acceptable, I'll send the coordinates and the directions to you and looks at the Yasoki in the room. Sounds good. I just have one final question. Looks over at Para. I don't believe I've ever met anyone like you. If it is not rude of me. What might you be? Paro um, stands up uh, off the desk, um, looks at the director, as much as you can tell they're looking at anything with their big green bug eyes. <laughs> and says, uh, it is rude, but I am not sure. I just know that I am here and alive and I wish to I wish to explore with these people, and I wish to continue to be here and alive. Yeah, he was just born yesterday. Also that. <laughs> <laughs> he is remarkably advanced for only being a few standard hours old. I've taught him a lot. It's going well. They grow up so fast. What does also help with the teaching? Your people here on the space station are very lucky to be in the presence of Warchief Uzi. <laughs> in the 17 hours I have known him, I have been... Well, has it been 17 hours? How long has it been? Like two hours? <laughs> probably, yeah, not even. Probably like, uh, like three, not maybe. Long. <laughs> in the three hours I have known him, he has proven himself to be a strong, capable, impressive leader. She nods very well. I suppose that's as much as one can ask about anyone. Very well. Thank you very much for this meeting. I look forward to us working together in the future. 
and I'll send details on what way we can help with your ship repairs to the engineers. Likewise, Station Master. I appreciate your candor. Nods back to you. Could I roll a sense motive? Um, just on her interest sure. in myself? Absolutely. She's having like a bunch of glass cages in the back oh of this garden. Days. It's a five. Oh, yeah. wow. Man, there have been some rolls today. It really has. <laughs> Newborn wisdom. I'm just seven hours yeah. old. Uh, according to how you're seeing it, like, she just seems to be very curious that you, you know, haven't seen anything like you. Very strange. Just wanted to know. Uh, perhaps that was too harsh. Okay, so you guys stand up, and basically the same way you were brought in, you're taken back to the airlift, er, sorry, the airlock, airlock, and spun back down until you are into the main tunnel again. And the guards just kind of let you go. And uh, <laughs> the guard captain looks at Sol, and Brandon kind of like squints at you guys as you walk away. <laughs> I get a wink. It was a lovely meeting. I wish you'd been invited. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Hans, Uzi, where did you get the money for those suits? Oh, yeah, I was going to tell you in our like awkward staring circle, but uh, I was contacted uh, in like a video. And apparently we, we have now like a monthly allowance. What? Yeah, I, I, I have a, um, I have an accountant. I, I never knew it, but I ha apparently I have an accountant back home and he set it up with my uh, original. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah, I, I was pretty excited. What's, what's happened with you? Oh, well. <laughs> Come into money any time recently? <laughs> <laughs> Soul no. very distinctly makes eye contact with Brandon. <laughs> My call was great. How about yours? <laughs> Make any progress with the ship? Uh, uh, some. We're going to need those parts from the director, though. Well, we got the money to do it now. And I'll... You could say Pons and his family are a brain trust fund. Uh... <laughs> 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 oh, boy. And I'll, uh, I'll shoot out the, uh, the mounts to everyone. Oh, my God. God. Thank you for your contribution. I've been working on a new alloy covering for my chassis. I'm <laughs> going to go see what shops are around here. Power doesn't know what this means. <laughs> Everyone seems very excited. Scriff. I think Scriff uh, plate me in metal. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Scrap plate me, baby. Plate oh. me like one of your French girls. <laughs> <laughs> Can't give yourself a popsicle, Adam. <laughs> I think uh, Brandon will then uh, go go over to um, as like we're uh, away from the guards and everything. He'll kind of address the group as whole and says, "Well, if we're all in agreement, then and uh, y'all willing to have me aboard, um, I'll go grab my things and, and get packed to head on out." Yeah, of course. So you guys head your different directions to either buy new gear or work on the ship or what have you. I imagine that 
Scriff is working in like a panic to try to get this done basically as fast as possible. He's just trying to find like all the UPB exchangers that he can find because he's like emptying them out. Like, <laughs> oh, this ATM's empty. I need to go to the next one. Yeah, they're in the news. There's a shortage of it. There's like a scourge. But uh, <laughs> eventually some new parts do arrive. They're not like all of them, and they're not the latest and greatest because this station doesn't have the latest and greatest necessarily. But it's definitely better than what you have, and the condition is really what you need because you can build on top of it. You can modify it, but you just need something that hasn't been sitting there for 80 years. Mm-hmm. So parts are brought in. You and the space walrus work together. By the end of the montage, you're like, high five. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, space walrus. I just little time details. for the high five. <laughs> From like the other side high of the five. station. Yeah. <laughs> Freeze frame. Yes. It's like, the end wow. of, um, police. it's like the end of police squad. I missed one guy and he walked past. <laughs> Yeah, and we're going to do a bit of a time jump here. And so you guys get the information. The item is brought to be put aboard the second hand. As you guys get ready to leave the station, the Explodernator comes in and parks alongside the station. It's like almost as big as this thing. And as you guys jump and do your slow motion high five, that is where we're going to end this chapter. Yeah! Yay! All right. Oh. Uh, oh no, I forgot to give out my flower. What's in the box? I can't wait to blast into space. Okay, we haven't left yet. When life drains you down, charge up on the Emergency Power Network. Theme song triangles by Diamond Ace. Find them at bandcamp.com. Music provided by Nicholas Judy of Dark Fantasy Studio at darkfantasystudio.com and Tabletop Audio. Find them at tabletopaudio.com as well as Carl Casey of White Bat Audio. Find them at whitebataudio.com Font Azonics by Mixo. Find them on Twitter at MixoFX. The Starfinder role-playing game, including its official lore and images, are the intellectual property of Paizo Incorporated, all rights reserved. Narrated by Danny Lee Collins.